Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi and welcome to Season 3, Episode 19 of the Next Dimension Podcast. Your podcast that's all about VR and AR. And today, I'm here again with VR Flight Sim Guide Steve. How are you doing? How's it going, Seb? <laughs> I'm very, very, very well. It's great to be back here on the podcast. Um, and yeah, ready to talk about all things VR related. And it's going to be a great show today, I think. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think so, too. It's going to be super exciting. Yeah, and I'm here, too. My name is Sebastian Ang, founder of MRTV and the host of the Next Dimension podcast. For all of you out there who don't know this podcast, well, this podcast is all about VR and AR, but honestly, more about VR right now. Probably in the future, it's going to change with mixed yeah. reality and AR, but honestly, today it's going to be VR only. That is for sure. <laughs> and you can watch this as a live stream every Saturday Day here on MRTV, but this is also an audio podcast. So if you want to listen to us like at work, you could do so, and I advise you to do so. It will make Not work, yet. it will make workflow much easier and faster. So you can go anywhere where you can find podcasts and you can find the next dimension podcast and listen to us. Now, if you enjoy this podcast, it would be great if you would give us a five-star review on iTunes or on Spotify. So get out your iPhone or your iPad now, open the podcast app, which is pre-installed, find us and do leave us that sweet review that we're going to watch and then we will like you. <laughs> <There will be. laughs> yeah, I just made that up. <laughs> I really hope you would do that. That would be amazing. Yes. So today we have a pretty amazing topics. We are going to talk about the MetaQuest um, gaming showcase for a moment, not too long, I believe, right? We don't know so much about it, but well, we will simply guess what's going on. More importantly, we're going to talk about hardware. You know, I'm in love with VR hardware and I know Steve as well. Of so, course. Right, of right. Course. It's it's like, uh, wow, it's, it's so fun to talk about VR hardware. <clears throat> Because with every new hardware, like our hobby gets a bit more amazing and it Absolutely. is still working, you know, like when I get a new phone, yes, okay, probably the screen is a bit better or something, but it's, we have reached the peak already, right? With smartphones, it's the same. I can buy like a 200 um, euros um, Android phone and probably have a very similar experience like uh, with an iPhone, honestly speaking, right? Nearly, nearly as good. So yeah, but with VR headsets, wow. With every new hardware, for me, it feels like, okay, it's Christmas time. Like uh, <laughs> opening the presents and then, wow, it, it's getting better. My favorite hobby, just like, um, yeah, when I was younger and I was getting those um, video game consoles, right? Super Nintendo, um, GameCube, and so on and so forth. And with every new game console, the hobby got better. Do you have the same feeling, um, Steve, it's, with yeah, it's VR a good, hardware? It's a good point because <clears throat> because VR is, is still in its infancy in many ways, particularly hardware-wise. We haven't reached that point yet where we've got the perfect VR headset or anything no. close. So Not yet. I think each iteration of VR hardware is leaps and bounds ahead 
from the other you know so i think because of that it gets very exciting again and I th if you think about even the last two years image quality in vr has just absolutely like the the progression has been amazing hasn't it really yeah if, if you think about sort of even sort of the cv1 wasn't that long ago exactly. uh, in terms of the, the whole picture of things uh, <laughs> I, I thought it looks amazing i was I like did. wow whoa this yeah. is great you know and now probably if i would go back into it i would think like oh hmm oh uh, I, I, <laughs> oh. I really have you got a cv1 there uh, yeah, yeah, yeah i have i yeah. have all the headsets i do have all the headsets stupid here. question really yeah right right <laughs> yeah so today we are going to talk about the big fight for the VR high-end headset crown. And that fight is going to be carried out between the big screen beyond. Look at that headset. That's amazing. Look at that headset. It is so <laughs> small. And as you can tell, it was not made um, for that head here. Looks a bit funny when it when it's on here. <laughs> yeah. But it's made for my head. Oh, this is, wow. This is incredible, right? This is the big screen beyond. A whole new concept of miniature VR headsets. And I believe, honestly speaking, this is the future. Really, this is... The future, which has arrived now, kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, and this here, Brute Force, this is the Pimax Crystal, the final hardware of the Pimax Crystal. Super high resolution, nice FOV, um, QLED, local dimming, all the good stuff. Wow, also really, really nice. And this here, um, yeah, micro OLED, super nice with high resolution as well. Lighthouse tracking, wow, both are really, really great on their own right. And we're going to talk about them, going to talk about the differences, going to talk about, well, yeah, my uh, feelings and yeah, my experiences with, with both, with the Big Swim Beyond. And we're going to talk about um, Steve's experiences with the Crystal and uh, yeah, the, the fight that's going on there between the Arrow and the Crystal. In yes, Steve's, in Steve's yes. home, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which headset is going to make it there? So, oh, oh, this is this is going to be a really great podcast. Before we start with it, we would like to thank our sponsor of today's show, and that sponsor is Bobo VR. And I'm so happy that they're supporting this podcast because I honestly love their accessories so what is bobo vr doing bobo vr is doing accessories for vr headsets especially for the quest 2 they are doing the best head straps you know i really love their head straps i use them all the time for my quest 2 and they also have these amazing batteries those exchangeable batteries um, can i see them here i want to show them to you so yeah yeah here here for the pico also for the pico 4 they do this amazing head strap this is the one that i'm using and they have these exchangeable batteries so you can play basically forever one of those batteries is connected to your to your headset, like via magnet, yeah, who doesn't like it? And the other one is charging while you're playing. And then if that battery is flat, you simply exchange everything and you can keep on playing. I love that. So if you are still looking for a great battery solution for your Pico 4 or for your Quest 2, go for it. Bobo VR, highly recommended. Would you agree to that, Steve? You know, it's funny. I've been looking at that for my PK4. I haven't <laughs> oh, bought one you yet, get but it. yeah, I, it just seems like it makes the most sense, really, because I love the PK4. I'm a massive fan of that headset. Same here. Um, the only thing is, the battery life is 
a bit crap on it compared to limited what i'm used to yeah, yeah. so uh, sorry limited i should say it's the family friendly show i shouldn't, I shouldn't say the word crap <laughs> no, no you can say crap and you can do, really say joking. all the funny words but, okay. yeah yeah that's anything i've noticed about the pk although i have noticed since their latest update to the uh, firmware the battery life in the pico is much better however okay. the okay. fan that the nice little fan inside is, is not as powerful so that's how ah. they've got that extra battery life uh, okay back. i got that's it i subject. got it right <laughs> right yeah so absolutely thanks to bobo vr and very important noity from the chat he just said it i do need to mention like the bing sound like when you exchange the batteries yeah oh. those are, it makes it makes this super nice uh, satisfying Bing sound. Yeah, it's, it's it? great. Yeah, it, cool. Oh, you, oh, you have to check that, that out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is uh, spectacular. So thanks again to Bobo VR. And by the way, if you are a company and you want to get your product in front of the VR community, I believe that the Next Dimension podcast is the show to go for. So if you want to um, ask me or Steve uh, about this, please do so. You can get in touch with me. Um, via my email address, the link down in the description of this video, and then we can talk about it. Yeah, that is good. All right, that's it. <laughs> so before we get into it, Steve, what have you been up to well, in the I'll, last week? Yeah, I'll probably just mention a couple of things I didn't get a chance to last week because it was a very busy show last week. Um, yeah. But I thought I would mention something about the Vare Aero, funny enough. Um, very recently in the last, well, I say recently, VR technology is going so fast at the moment and things are moving forward very quickly. But in terms of DCS world, it's recently had an update, which now uh, basically means that DFR is integrated, which is dynamic favorited rendering. And it's it been integrated within the native platform of the flight sim. So it's, it's actually within the SDK. And it's made a huge, huge impact to, to DCS world. I did do a video on it. And I was a bit skeptical, but oh my God, 90 frames per second all day long now in DCS world with the Aero. So pretty amazing. Um, hopefully, can you still hear me? My, I can I can hear you, yes. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, my my headphones are being a bit strange. But yeah, um, so yeah, massive, massive uh, difference in frame rate for the Aero. And the Crystal should have the same update soon. It's, it's all thanks to the OpenXR toolkit, guys. I mean... In fact, it's just one guy, I think. It's Matt. He's doing an amazing job. Um, and to be able to add that in to the actual uh, sim underneath, you know, actually within the SDK, I hope one day we'll get that for MSFS as well. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so nice. I'm, I'm hearing a pinging in my headphones. I think it's... Oh, no. uh, it's going to be flat very soon then. I have the same headphones as you know. So no, I um... think it's... I think it's because uh, I've got the motion rig on still. I ah, forgot yeah. to switch it off. I've just okay. I've just been for a flight, so let oh, me yeah, just right. do that now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you you're still in the aircraft right now, as I can tell. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, then you can man. do a show while in the aircraft. Yeah, imagine that. That'd be quite cool. That'd be a great idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, that would be amazing. I mean, I I know that you are indeed flying in real life as well, right? Yeah, when I can, absolutely. Yeah, um, I don't fly as much as I'd love to. You know, as much as I'd just fly every day if I could in real life, but. No, it is great fun. I'm very lucky that I can do that, uh, that every is, now and then. That is yeah. really cool. Yeah, okay, cool. Very good. Yeah, is that everything that you did? No, lots of oh, things. Okay. But in fact, talking of the motion rig, that <laughs> is something that has been quite a focus on the channel recently, which is 
quite funny really because obviously it's you know my channel is vr related but motion rigs seem to be that next um step when it comes to immersion without sounding corny right. no no you know, you know, know that feeling yeah when when you've experienced vr for the first time as we all have here it's it's kind of like that again when you experience motion that is you know um just that feeling of being inside the cockpit and when you're in vr moving around it's just unbelievable um in fact i did try um, a motion rig obviously just using a monitor first of all and it was great fun you have a bit of a laugh but it's it's not until you put vr a vr headset on and then you sort of have that motion oh my cup of tea's arrived thank you <laughs> it really makes a huge difference it really does it's fantastic so i've been learning lots and lots about motion rigs and how they work and how the software you know sort of interacts with the sim and recently I've come across a thing called motion compensation, which is something everyone needs when you've got a VR headset on. Because if you imagine it, the VR headset doesn't know that you're moving with the motion rig. It just thinks you're probably doing it yourself, you know, and you're kind of right. all over the place. So there needs to be a sensor attached to the rig itself. And I've been trying that out. So what that means is, is I can do aerobatics. I can do all sorts of things. And I'm always sort of central within the cockpit. I don't move around, which is makes a huge oh. difference to the whole immersion, without a doubt. Yeah, nice. Um, so, yeah. so you need you need a what do you need? Like like a tracker or a controller is good enough? Or what what will you need? What would you use for that? Yeah, it's basically a little device called a Wit Motion Sensor. You uh -huh. buy it off Amazon. It's about thirty pounds, and then you attach it to your rig. Okay, uh, cool. And then basically, it knows then it to sort of send the signal it's very clever i don't know i'm not going to even try and attempt to understand how it works. it works but it works and it works <laughs> really really well yeah very yeah, cool. cool okay great yeah that's 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 nice man yeah, I, I still got a question about the first topic that you mentioned <laughs> now it comes to my mind you were talking about dfr and i was wondering you said it's it's all made by openxr right so would that mean that once the um, crystal has the eye tracking like implemented, now it works, it will automatically work with the crystal as well, the DFR in Microsoft, Microsoft Flight Simulator? No, it's um, it has to then be implemented uh, with the Pimax XR runtime. Oh, yeah. So I think okay. that's what they're doing now because at the moment it. it's yeah it's 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 specific to the headsets runtime. I think. Okay. So I mean, yeah. I have I have tried it in DCS world. And I've got a video out tomorrow of DCS because I've had so many comments saying, Steve, come on, I want to see DCS with the crystal. So I have done it, I promise you. It took me ages to do it though. I had all sorts of technical problems with recording VR. It's a nightmare, but it, it is out now. So it's all ready to go. Um, but yeah, I, as far as I am aware that the, you know, so I, I, the eye tracking now works with the crystal. It works with mine. It should work with yours, Seb, since it's the okay. retail version. Yeah, right. Once that's been implemented, um, yeah, it's just a case of installing a bit of software and then suddenly you, your frames are going to shoot up from, say, 50 to 90 frames per second. Yeah, it's that, that, is, amazing. that is so cool. I'm looking forward to that for the crystal as well. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So eye tracking makes lots of sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, we've, we've already seen it sort of with, like, obviously MSFS, you know, where you can switch on eye tracking in the OpenXR toolkit, but that's that's not really native solution to it. It's not really part of the sim. And that's why you get those extra frames because it's a it's it's properly integrated into it. it just it, I can't believe the difference it makes. You don't even notice it. That's the amazing thing. 
Yeah. I think it's probably once or twice I've noticed it in the menu. You know, you kind of in the in your peripheral vision, you notice it's okay. a bit fuzzy. But when you're actually inside the sim, ah, oh, it's it's quite incredible. And it makes me realize what we really do want in terms of performance for VR. And when you reach the native frames of the headset and you don't need motion reprojection and all that kind of thing, it makes such a difference. It's so smooth. It's really nice and very much, very comfortable as well. You can spend a lot longer in VR because you don't have those issues with performance and things. So yeah, it's, it's cool. Nice. Cool. Great. Yeah, what else did you do? Anything <laughs> so more? You, you, I, you did lots of videos. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know I was always looking like, oh, another video. You okay, he's idea. shooting I, out another video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk here, but my computer is shouting at me. I don't know why it's doing that. So I'm trying to ignore it, but it's very difficult. I've got some sort of USB device. Can you just give me two seconds, guys? Yeah, okay. And I'll be back in a minute. Just, yeah, talk no amongst yourselves for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can talk about... Yeah, look at this. Like my regular camera overheated again, so I'm on this other camera. Who cares? <laughs> Technical problems. <laughs> yeah, we we experienced them. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, let me very quickly t tell you guys about. Uh, here you are about my week. So yeah, honestly, it is just about the big screen beyond. Look at how small that is. It's unbelievable. It's it's still like, wow. It's it's marvelous so small and so so nice incredible so i made this unboxing video of the big screen beyond and also including my first impressions and yeah that, that video was was good <laughs> it was very nice i think so that of course and then i have just recently received this here the pimax crystal right the 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 final the final production unit of the Pimax Crystal, the headset that you also going to get the same uh, if you if you bought it or if you pre-ordered it. So I was busy with that, right? Also doing the unboxing, and yesterday you could watch the unboxing, and yeah, today I also already made two videos that I will publish next week or so, or in the coming days. Yeah, so I've been really busy with hardware, and yeah, you guys know that I love doing all these hardware comparisons. And, and I can tell you, it is going to be a tough fight between the two. You know, it, it looks so unequal this fight, right? Like, uh, wow, this is so huge and stuff, and this is so small. But each of the headsets d does have their own pros and cons. So yeah, that's why I'm, I'm excited about today's podcast and in general about this incredible topic. <laughs> it kind of feels a bit like the Pimax Crystal is the pinnacle of where we've come from. It's like the you know where yeah. the the real top good point sort of the, the best we have got to this point in terms of the okay. hardware that we've had in terms of large VR headsets and everything. And then the Beyond is the start of a new of something direction. new. Agreed. Yeah. I, I totally agree because I really think okay, this this is the future. There, yeah. There's no question about it. Like it it looks even uh, like ridiculous in in AB comparison, right? If you see them next next to each other, <laughs> look look at this. It's, it's like, hilarious. Yes. It's it's, it. it's honestly it's hilarious. True. <laughs> well, let, let me uh, make that a bit bigger just to just to show them. Like it's, it's a bit unfair to the crystal though because like, it, it is it any is any headset would look huge. <laughs> no, no, it just so happens right. that, that is a big headset anyway. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. So um, yeah, it is without a doubt. It's uh, the start of something new. Oh look at it. This also looks nice. We're next to each other. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm shining so bright here. Look at this, <laughs> <laughs> like a diamond. Yeah, okay. So so it's an insane size comparison, says Jonas. <laughs> I totally, totally agree to that. Um, yeah. So um, it was about hardware my week, which is a, which is always a good thing. All right, but now let's start with today's show. And before we get to the hardware, let's talk about software. Let's talk about the MetaQuest yeah. gaming showcase. So before we do that, why don't we um, just have a look at the little trailer that they have put out there. Here it is, gaming showcase, MetaQuest gaming show showcase. It is going to happen June 1st, so quite soon. And here we go. I think you don't have audio here, but it's okay. There's not so much audio. Ooh. June the 1st. June 1st, yeah. So that is the little that is the little trailer. <laughs> they spent a lot of time on that, didn't they? They really did. I can tell. Say again? <laughs> they spent a lot of time on that trailer. Just amazing. <laughs> Yeah, they did. And it seems like they're teasing something. It seems like there's going to be an Asgard's Wrath game on the Meta Quest, right? This, um, um, the helmet that you could see there, it kind of fits into that universe. And it would make sense to see like an Asgard's Wrath game because on the Quest, well, you don't have any kind of, yeah, this kind of role-playing game to really get, get into. And... Well, people have speculated about an Asgard's Wrath game for the Quest 2, right? So, yeah, it, it might make sense. It might make sense. And Asgard's Wrath has been an amazing game for, for the Rift. Um, did, you, did you try that, Steve? I have. In fact, oh. for some reason, it appeared <laughs> in my Oculus or Meta game library once. I think some people got it for free somehow. Uh -huh. um, and so I do have it. I have tried it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic game. It really is. Um, in fact, I've been meaning to play it all the way through for how long, but <laughs> I haven't managed it yet. But yeah, I do wonder though. It couldn't be anything Assassin's Creed related, could it? Also, because, because uh, yeah, Assassin's I, Creed. Yeah, mm -hmm. that would blow my mind. Literally, I I would be so excited by that. At the moment, I'm actually playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is a flat game. Oh, my God. oh no! But, but yeah, I am playing. I'm playing that. Really enjoying it like 60 70 hours into it and not wow. even close to finishing that's the kind of game i want to see in vr that we haven't had that yet I, I totally understand that you know especially on a closed platform or a very limited uh sort of device like the quest where you know performance is everything you can't really have massive open worlds or anything but i don't know i think they still could achieve it with some clever engineering um i mean look at red matter 2 what that looked like on yeah. the Pico and Quest, actually, it looked amazing. And that was a totally standalone uh, thing. And it looked amazing. And it had quite large sections in it. So I think it is possible for something like this to come. And I've been waiting for some really proper good AAA titles. In fact, at the moment, my Quest 2, it's, it, all it's doing is playing Walkabout Mini Golf. That's all I use it for. <laughs> every Thursday that's, night. That's pretty that's nice, it. though. Walkabout Mini Golf. Oh, it's right? the best game ever. It's, yeah. it's amazing. So, oh, I love it. But... If, this, if this is your Walkabout Mini Golf machine, yeah, why not? It is. It's, yeah, but it's, it's sad, it's, though, isn't it? That it's just been relegated yeah. to that. It, it can do more. But, it, it and could. the Pico as well. Uh, right, right. But, yeah. About, about large games that could get ported to it. 
Well, Medal of Honor, can you remember? This yes. also got ported to the Quest 2 and it did work. So yeah, I believe I, I believe something could be done. What about Asgard's Wrath itself? <laughs> that would be a surprise, right? If we would see Asgard's Wrath. Asgard's Wrath. My English is not perfect. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> if if that's if that would come to the to the quest too, or oh, that would be pretty fantastic, right? Yeah. It would. Yeah, it would. It's it's a. Uh... Yeah, I can't say too much about it because I don't remember much of it. But I do. Ten I seem to remember the start when you're looking over a, is it a ship or something out to sea, and it, like the scale of it. Even though you yeah. kind of feel massive, it's it's just a very high production game, if I remember. And exactly, I was very and it, it looked it. it looked really great, actually. Yeah, so... and the, just the physics that the the sword and everything, it just yeah. felt it felt good. It felt very satisfying. It so, was well done. Yeah, it was yeah. really well done. So. Yeah, that would be cool if we would see something or Assassin's Creed for sure. Uh, they had been working on a game and it should come out anytime now. Actually, I do believe they could have this kind of, um, yeah, uh, telling us all about this game. So could be exciting. I hope they, they show us some huge names to draw more non-flat uh, um, gamers into this VR ecosystem, right? Into VR. That would be cool. Um, you know, what I'm still missing is um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. It is so yes, strange. Definitely. It's, it's like, you know, they, they, they did tell us about it. I believe it was in um, 2021 they told us about it. But since then, we haven't heard anything from the game. Yeah, it's right? quite strange. Because this game, it would really have the power to make people want to get into virtual reality. You know, we already know it's great, but we need those big names to draw in those people who don't know about, I don't know, um, Walkabout Minigolf or Astrobot <laughs> or, or, or Beat Saber, you know? So, yeah, give us Grand Theft Auto V. Um, I just wonder, no, there must five. be... <laughs> Grand Theft yeah, Auto yeah, that, yeah, that's the one. Um, I just wonder, why is it... We've probably not, not heard much about it because it must be such a real tricky sort of engineering nightmare to get a game like that into a mobile chip because you're not only you're drawing massive worlds but you you know you're going to be uh to, to to really get the feel of a gta game it's got to have lots of things going on lots of ai cars and everything um large view viewing distances how are they going to do that on a xr2 chipset i've no idea so i, I don't no know either. I, I wonder whether they're just waiting for maybe the the quest three perhaps <laughs> as a as a sort of triple a game for that headset I, I can see that being you know pushed to the next yeah. generation whether it's the xr2 chipset gen 2 whatever it's going to be next just to You're give right. it an extra bit of power honestly speaking this would be like um, the best reason to get the quest three yes i think so you know i would well, <laughs> yeah yeah for me <laughs> honestly speaking i believe that everyone who's watching this podcast right now is going to buy a Quest 3, right? <laughs> Anyways, you know, really? the, the people who are watching this podcast, they are VR enthusiasts. Come on, they totally will buy the Quest 3. Like, uh, okay, um, people who are watching this right now, who is not going to buy the Quest 3 say, I'm not going to buy the Quest 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, I, I, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine that somebody's not going to get the Quest 3. Well, you remember, Seb, when I was, I was, in fact, I remember texting you about it and I wasn't sure whether to get the Quest 2 and I was uh, very, very undecided. 
but this time i i already know i'm going to buy a quest 3 i am yeah. definitely yeah because okay. it's going to be if it's going to be anywhere close to the pico 4 it'll be better than the pico 4 hopefully i, I, I mean the pico 4 is already so good and was it is was uh, like a really uh, it's still amazing tech, right? They're so much better than the Quest 2. And okay, D-Man just says, okay, I don't buy from Meta. So yes, you're right. There, there might be some people who are not going to buy it because Meta. Right, right. But lots of people are going to buy the Quest 3. And I believe if they say, you know, okay, San Andreas, GDA, San Andreas, Andreas, it is going to come out, but it's only going to come out <laughs> on the Quest 3. I don't even think that Quest 2 owners would be so angry or do you think like um quest 2 owners would say like oh no why why don't you do this on the quest 2 i would understand it because a, a game like gta would need extra horsepower from a mobile chip i don't i think it's i think they're probably struggling to get it on the quest 2 and running an acceptable frame rate or at least you know an acceptable experience even without having to take the draw distance down to the point where it's just a very you know naff kind of experience in that sort of game i don't know but for me it kind of would work but i would be a little bit peed off because i think quest 2 owners have had a bit of a rough time with software and games in general i think we were promised a lot more than this like apart from sort of the little mini games and sort of uh god the rhythm games there's so many of those which you know many people love i'm not a fan of personally i just we didn't we haven't really had a real proper triple a game for a long time and um, so I think, long yeah it just it feels it's hurting now especially for yeah. quest owners i think right so right i totally agree like the the, the last big thing was resident evil 4 yeah. and that came out in uh, i think in in uh, october 21 so it's like a long time wow. ago already and since then wow. there's there has been nothing nothing like huge right obviously there's games like every week but like the huge ones like this one, no. And I didn't even play it <laughs> because I'm, I'm, you know, I don't like horror. Off. Oh, it's horror. amazing, Seb. You've got to play that game. It's yeah, incredible. yeah. Okay. It's brilliant. Damn. I'm not a horror uh, fan. Yeah. And I must admit, there's some bits on it. Even though it's a mobile chip again in the graphics, it doesn't matter. You're in VR. But, and that yeah, I know. Coming towards I know. You and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Resident Evil 4 is even still acceptable for me. I played it when I was young <laughs> on the GameCube. You know, so yeah, it is okay. That that probably I could I could play it again. Anyways, so we need a big game, and um, yeah, hopefully we're going to hear something from the studios that um, Meta bought. They bought so many studios, and they must be working away secretly. And probably on first June, we're going to hear all about it. Like Echo VR, that sports game that they that they cancelled, right, or that they're going to cancel. That would get some replacement game, I believe, right? So there, there will be some cool multiplayer game that they will tell us about. So yeah, so I'm kind of excited about the showcase. I truly hope for GDA San Andreas that this comes out. I would be happy if it comes um, sooner than later, even if it comes to Quest 2. Lots of people would be happy about it, obviously, right? But I would also understand if it only comes on Quest 3. Yeah, right. Just Yeah, as... I just I, I feel nervous about this gaming showcase because the last few meta yeah, they were bad, right? shows have yeah. been awful. They been really bad, have. Yeah. I just right. please let's not use the word metaverse in this one. Let's no, just focus <laughs> on games for God's sake. Yeah, I think they got it now. I've recently read some <laughs> news where they'd say, like, okay, 
Mark Zuckerberg and Meta, they have understood now that this whole Metaverse thing is not going to uh, be realized within the next few years and that actually they should and want to focus back on gaming, which would make so much sense. Of course, because right? that's what's going to drive the core VR user base. You know, yeah. the Metaverse will come naturally after all of this, but we've got to focus on now not 10 years in the future. That's great that they're thinking of that and hopefully it will work out and be great and we'll all be doing our shopping, you know, in VR and all that. But at yeah. the end of the day, that just that doesn't excite me. I want to see full fat AAA games on the Quest, you know, even if it's not PC VR, at least find ways to be able to bring it to a wider audience. I don't care if the graphics aren't amazing. I've got sims for that you know it doesn't matter but just something that is really a bit of meat on the bone you can really enjoy it mm. um we, we're, we're hugely missing out on that and uh vr is as i say is hurting because of it at the moment we need software we've got all these wonderful headsets coming out but no actual games that you know apart from horror games what is it about horror games in vr we've got loads of them which <laughs> that's fantastic if that's what you're into but i'm i don't know half-life alex and resident evil 4 is enough for me uh yeah. personally I still have. I, I bought. I recently bought Resident Evil Eight for the PSVR two because I saw it in the store for twenty five euros, and I thought, you know what, I just buy it. But it's still like um, unopened <laughs> at my home. I'm not sure if I'm ever going to open that DVD or the oh, Blu-ray. Oh damn! Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Probably I should ha just have a look in into it for 10 minutes or so. Anyway, You really should. If you ever, you must live stream something like this. Yeah, yeah, to. I know, I know. It'd be I, so funny. I, I know, Yeah, that's for sure for you guys. But yeah, it's great to see people yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> just, I, I don't know why, it's entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, oh, well. Yeah, okay. So that is the Meta Showcase going to happen on uh, June 1st. So a couple of days before the big um, Apple um, WWDC, the Worldwide Developers Conference, where they will hopefully finally show the Apple XR, the Apple headset, the Apple reality glasses, how they are called, supposedly called. So that's going to be fine. Man, so what are your thoughts about Quest 3? Like, how excited are you on a scale from 1 to 10 about Quest 3? Well, this might surprise people, actually, because I know I'm all about high-end VR, but... I am really excited about the Quest 3 and yeah, I, unless it, you know, it's, it is a proper failure when it comes to specifications when it gets announced, which I don't think it will be, I will be buying one because I'm kind of ready to replace my Quest 2 now and I've really enjoyed that headset. It's It's been... It's a good headset. Yeah. yeah I really, just, yeah. I never expected to enjoy it as much as I have over the time I've had it and yeah, I'm a scale of one to ten. I would say eight, nine. Really, yeah. really yeah, intrigued yeah. to see what's good. What okay. they're going to come up with. Definitely. Yeah. Same here. Same here. I, I'm really looking forward to that. I believe that every new standalone headset will push this forward. So recently, I had been to um, to a very cool event from Pico in Berlin, where they showed us some new stuff, and we met the the Breachers developers, which was incredible. We could um, ask the Breachers developers any anything that we wanted. So hi, Peter, by the way, if you're watching this, it was cool. And I was very interested in in the future of VR, <laughs> of course, right? Because I'm working in VR. So my, my thought was, uh, what is going to be first? 
Like um, right now, the developers of these games, they are um, kind of limited by the XR2 chipset, right? And I was wondering, what is going to happen first? Will the, the, the mobile chips get um, better first or will Cloud XR be there first? As in that you don't have to worry about your resources, everything simply comes from the, from the cloud and you simply have a headset like the Quest 2 or like the Quest 3 to play from the cloud. What is going to be first? In which direction is it, is it going to go? And um, the, the lead developer of Breachers, Peter, he was absolutely sure that it's going to be mobile chips first who, who are going to, yeah, help us get amazing VR. I mean, uh, so it's going to be earlier than, um, yeah, cloud streaming. And PC VR, any, nobody is actually interested in this. <laughs> In that anymore. So I also have high hopes of the Quest 3 with the new chipset. I will definitely buy it, no question about it. And um, I'm excited to see what kind of games will be possible. Probably lots of the games that we enjoy now in PC VR, like Half-Life Alyx, could probably work in a nice way on a new chip. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on, Meta. Yeah, Bring it on. <clears throat> One thing I forgot to mention, actually, a big reason why I'm really excited for the Quest 3 is because I believe that Meta make the best lenses when it comes to... Ah, they do. Yeah, well, the pancake lenses know, are great. Pancake lenses on the Quest Pro are absolutely yeah, sensational. I totally agree. Absolutely um, agree. Because probably many people don't know, but I have actually tried a Quest Pro. I haven't really mentioned it on my channel, really. I couldn't be bothered, but I should have made a video, really. But yeah, I was really super impressed with the lenses on that thing. Very, very clear. Way better than the Pico. And the Pico is good, but no, the Quest Pro's lenses. The if Quest they can, Pro. yeah, if they can add that technology into they will. The Quest Three, then that alone is exciting for me. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. will. They will totally use those lenses, right? They they have yeah, developed it. They have developed them not only for the Quest Pro, obviously. So I'm quite sure that we're going to see the same lens in the Quest Three. Wow! And that means it's going to be great. <laughs> I Hopefully. have truly high hopes for the Quest Three. Nice. So we will know more about all the stuff about all the games. Yeah, come June first. When we hear about the MetaQuest gaming showcase, wow! I will be in the U United States of America at that time. Oh, I will, okay. Yeah, nice. I will be not far away from from Meta actually, because I will be at AWE Augmented World Expo, right? To to cover it with MRTV. So cool. Looking forward to that. Yeah. If anybody out there is going to attend AWE. They, AWE, oh my god, my English today. AWE, then A the beer. If you're gonna be at Ada beer, <laughs> then <laughs> then uh, uh, we, we can meet there. That would be cool. That would that. be great. Okay, okay. So that was that topic, and now finally <laughs> we can talk about hardware. And before we get to the crystal. Let's talk about this here. Oh, this is a beauty. Amazing. Let me make this. Let me let me show you that in all its glory here. This is quite crazy, right? It looks right? so cool. It is. It looks really incredibly cool. The, the design they have nailed it, in my opinion. Check this out. We're looking. We're looking at the at the big screen beyond for all of you who listen to this as an audio podcast. So as you can tell, it is unbelievably sleek. 
you know, the form factor is so, so small. And they have put so much technology into this headset. Wow. Again, congrats to the big screen team. What you've achieved here is truly, truly amazing. So for all the listeners and for all the people who don't know yet what is the big screen beyond it's the first vr headset from big screen and big screen is actually a company a software company a software vr company um, and they do an app where you can watch uh, movies on a big screen you can have a social uh, viewing experiences in a yeah in uh, rooms that you share with others you can watch tv yeah, you can watch uh, movies, uh, you can pay for movies. It is an amazing app. If you haven't tried out a big screen yet, absolutely do that. Now, this first headset is a high-end headset. They simply went out and said, you know what? Let's make a VR headset. Let's make a super high-end headset, like the best headset that they could think of. And this is the first version of it. It's called Big Screen Beyond. And what's special about it? Well, first of all, it is super small, as you can tell. It uses micro OLED displays, very high resolution, 2560 by 2560 pixels per eye. We have pancake lenses. Let me show them to you as well. They look like something like this. Wow. They, yeah. they look very similar to the Apara uh, lenses in terms oh, of their... Oh, indeed, in terms of the size, right? They, they yeah, look quite yeah. small, right? But actually, they are better than the Apara lenses, which yes, is a good thing. I, I hope they are. The Apara, <laughs> they had lots of problems with uh, brightness and with some color shifts. So, yeah. Yeah, so um, pancake lenses. And what is super, super exciting and interesting, this here, this is the face gasket that I'm showing you right now. And this face gasket... It was made for, um, yeah, for me, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> so every single, every single face gasket is made for the owner. And how does it work? Before, be, um, before they send it out to me, um, they sent me a link, and I had to open that link in an iPhone. And I don't have an iPhone. Yeah, I um, had to borrow one from my wife, and then I clicked on that link, and then an app started. And in this app, I had to scan my face and that face scan was sent to them. And then based on my face, they made this rubbery gasket, which fits exactly. Let me show you that. Let me show you that. It fits exactly on my face. It's, it's, it's kind of a miracle. Okay. It's funny. I think it's the first headset wow. I've ever known where you look cool in VR. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you do. Like, like with this... You really look cool in VR. Wow, it's 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 pretty amazing. Let me get rid of this here and and this here, and let me put it on. I can say anything about. <laughs> Let's see how cool I can look. Oh now. yeah, with the cap as well. Brilliant. Wait, wait. I don't hear you. Yet. I don't hear you. Wait, wait. We can say anything about Seb now, guys. Yeah, oh, you can. Too late. It's too late. So so now, how is it? <laughs> how is it? Is it funny? It, that do you know what? Even with a looking as ridiculous as you do now you still look cool <laughs> you still look cool with it i don't think it's possible not to look cool with that headset yeah, right that's a good test Maybe. that should be part of your test from now on yeah, because the cool factor of sort of how it looks when you're so, got it on your wait, head i'm i'm back now <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. so there was there was there was interesting so 
it, it, it simply fits like a glove, you know? And if you're wondering what glasses wearers do, let me try to show you that. Wait, wait a moment. So actually, can you see that? Uh, if you wear glasses, you can get lens inserts. And actually, I have lens inserts on right now. These are lens inserts. Can you see that? Oh, wow. Here, okay. check this out. They are magnetically attached. That's really, I love that. Is that actually from a company? Sorry, I didn't, I didn't catch that bit, you said. It's, it's, it's from actually, them. It's, it's from, from them. them. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I told them, I told them my, my uh, prescription. That's brilliant. And you know, they, they fit there magnetically. And the, the IPD is measured, well, it's, is it to, related to the facial gasket as well? Or is that something more inside the, the headset? Um, wait a moment, let me put, it, put this back. So um, the IPD, actually, they have something like um, 15 different base units with different right. IPDs. Okay. Wow, that's a lot of work there for them to do that. But Here, you can see it again. So this is like a, a magnet, which is, I think they really have thought about everything. You know, even, even with these uh, lenses for people who wear glasses, the prescription lenses, everything is truly, truly well thought through. It's it's pretty amazing. So for the for the uh, IPD, they have um, um, yeah they have 15 base units like shoe sizes basically. You know, so yeah, this yeah. is the this is the 64 um, millimeters um, base unit for for my IPD. And should I ever want to sell it, I can sell it. I can. I can sell it. Can. I can. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, well, there, there's going to be other people who also have 64 millimeters and they will want to have this shoe size of base unit, right? And then obviously they will need to print themselves uh, one of those, which are made f uh, for their face. And then they're good to go. Yeah. So, so I sometimes I read this. I read this in the comment section. People said like, "Oh no, I cannot buy it. I cannot sell it afterwards." Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you, you can. Say. You can sell it. It's good that you're watching the the Next Dimension podcast or listening to it because now you know you know things watching this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, so wow, really incredible. It has. Lighthouse sensors built in, so it also comes with the best tracking that's out there. And um, yeah, like a super high resolution, as I said, um, and 90, 90 hertz refresh rate. Actually, 75 hertz if you want to use the complete full resolution, but they're using for, for 90 hertz, they are saying that it's a visually lossless um, um uh, compression and i would agree with that actually also with 90 hertz really? the yep the picture quality is, is, is really good amazing very enjoyable and the form factor is of course the best so yeah is it, it's 27 ppd isn't it if i remember or is it yeah, less than some, that? yeah something like 20, this it's yeah, very yeah. good it's yes, really that's, that's it's, it's, it's a really really nice picture quality the colors are fantastic because of the micro oled and um, yeah, the, the the colors and the blacks. Obviously, they are all they are even better than on the crystal, right? Because it's real blacks, like no light, and um, you also won't have any problems like like a blooming or something. So, yeah, color wise, this is incredible. The whole thing is going to set you back nine hundred and ninety nine dollars in the U.S. 
and in uh, the UK it's 1,149 pounds, and in Germany and in the rest of Europe it's 1,369 euros. Man, I'm so knowledgeable about the price. I'm impressed, yeah. That wasn't scripted or anything. <laughs> no, you know, just no. Off it's just nice. it's right off the bat, right off the bat. So <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, this th these are the 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 basic specs of of this year of the big screen beyond truly like it truly truly like it they are they absolutely are up to something here the big screen guys and you know i, I did sometimes um here in the comments or i read in the comment section like oh this is so expensive no i really don't think it is so expensive for what you get here because you are getting a high-end vr headset that is tailor-made for you you know like like okay this is this is like a really good price and this even is like an enthusiast device so so they cannot make this um in mass production they cannot make this in hundred thousands right so um for if you take into consideration that they are not even not producing in mass production i believe 999 dollars is like a good price and especially if you think that this is for uh, for this kind of um, specialist hobby like we have, right? VR. Like in other hobbies, again, I must say this again and again, in other hobbies, people spend way more money than we do. You know, people who like cars, for example, or who like car tuning, or people who like home theater, who, who are buying these projectors for thousands and thousands of, Europe, of euros. And then big screen comes, they make something incredible like this you know the and size it's, it's so it niche. Costs 900 they're, they're going to need it's, it's so uh, niche yeah yeah it's going to need to have yeah. be a lot more expensive than in mainstream headsets because they're not going to sell so many so it's it's, it's going to be yeah such but, a niche but it's product. not even so much more expensive with 999 dollars you know so so i absolutely don't agree with the notion that this is so expensive i really don't think so so yes this is not mass market this is not your quest too right it makes sense so yeah i understand this is not for the mass market but for the people who is who it's made for for the real crazy vr enthusiast <laughs> i believe 999 dollars is a steal i yeah i agree i think <laughs> any, right? yeah what do you think well let's face it any hobby unless you're collecting stamps is going to be really expensive and even collecting stamps is probably really expensive if you want a certain stamp that's really really difficult to get and you want to buy yeah. it and you realize it's a thousand dollars you know <laughs> so, all hobbies are expensive of course and especially yeah when it comes to high-end technology as well because what right. you're really paying for there is the start of a new breed of vr headset it's completely different from anything we've it seen is. before um i think well obviously we have seen it from a para but that didn't work out so let's just scrap that idea this is actually a yeah, right. feasible working prototype at the moment that's going to be something that's going to be on sale and yeah i i, I find it intriguing i do i'm concerned of a few things though about the lens design that you, you did right. mention on your review uh, yeah, not, yeah, well, right. first impressions yeah right uh, in terms of Let's the sweet spot this. yeah because yeah of course it's a lot smaller lenses so it makes sense the smaller the lens the smaller the sweet spot even though they are pancake lenses there is a point isn't they to uh in which they will fade off just like in the pico so if they're really tiny yeah. like that i did notice that I don't want to keep mentioning the Apara because obviously it's a completely different headset. But in terms of the micro OLED pancake design, I did notice even with that headset that the sweet spot was 
really right. good but as soon as it started fading that was it it was blurry almost yeah. like it is like almost like for now but like really wide is a sweet spot so you know you know why i didn't really have any problems with with it with it here because it it just perfectly sits on my face you yeah, know I'm, I'm, I'm in the sweet spot every time i put this on because this is just made exactly in my face shape i i cannot wear this in the wrong way you know i will always be in the sweet spot i got the exact right ipd for me right i got exactly the right face shape so when i put this on i am in the sweet spot so sweet spot wise i didn't even have any problems but as i told you guys in my um, first hands-on video um, i do see some uh, problems with the prototype you know this is a prototype again everything that i say <laughs> any mean thing i say about this it's about the prototype so and they did tell me they were hinting at that the the final um, model the final big screen beyond it will actually improve on what i have here so this is an idea of what they will show us okay. but i and i will discuss this idea this this prototype so yeah as i said in my in my video um, the edge stretch clarity is not great so if 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 i would look to the left and right with my eyes yeah, the 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 quality degrades quite a bit, and um, yeah, this is um, it's okay probably. I mean, like I honestly, I don't really move my eyes so much in VR. Probably uh, most of the time I look straight, but um, some people like to do that, right? But here, what can, what um, also yeah plays into that is that the FOV is smaller than other headsets so i for 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 me for my eyes i get like a little bit less than the quest 2 and obviously especially if you come from headsets that have a wider fov right if you come from the crystal for example or the pico 4 and i'm normally in the pico 4 which has like a super nice um fov then it's it's um like painfully obvious you know then then it's kind of um obvious so yeah if it was not for that, wow, this would totally be my headset, I believe. It's interesting. Yeah. I've learned, you know, being a VR YouTuber for a lot of years now, that field of view is such an important thing, isn't it, for most people? Like, for, for yeah. me, it's always been about clarity and image quality first. But field of view is such a big deal. And I, pardon the pun, and, you know, it is important. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's ex you can't expect a headset that small to have, a, you know, a huge field of view. I think people are expecting too much, really, especially at this early stage with this whole form, you know, form factor. We will get there, but I, I get the impression that that trade-off is probably worth it when it's how it feels on the head, when you can just put it on almost yeah. like a pair of glasses. That I, I imagine that would just negate that, you know, feeling of just because... I'd imagine it's almost like you're not wearing a VR headset in a way. Like, you know, you kind of forget that you, you're you in the VR world with this massive device, you know. So it's, yeah, uh, yeah I think it's Agreed. intriguing from that point of view. I'd look, I'm looking forward to trying it eventually because they are going to send me one. Oh, and, okay. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. Fingers crossed anyway. It's still in the cards. Yeah. Oh, my beer's arrived. Thank you very much. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you should totally get one. Um, dear Big Screen, if you're watching this podcast, please um, consider a VR Flatsim guy to check it out. Please do. <laughs> yeah, please do. So, 
you know what? But honestly speaking, um, I do want to get more into this prototype. I do want to use it way more. So I did give you the first impressions, right? I'm used to bigger FOVs from the Pico and from the Crystal. So for me, it was like painfully obvious. But um, I do believe that you can get used to it. You know, like um, the other stuff is so good. Like wearing it, it just feels so right. It just feels, yeah, it, it was made for you. And it was made for you. And it's so, it's just so light and nice. And the colors are so good. And the resolution also looks so nice. So I do want to get more into it. And I did already feel like playing it, you, even with a small FOV, you can get back into it. You, you also can feel immersed. I did play squadrons with it. You know, oh, um, Star Wars yes. Squadrons. Yes. And it it also, it was a great experience, even though on the right and left is still, there's black, right? Because the FOV, but well, in space anyways, it's going to be black. <laughs> but so, so I do want, I do want to give this prototype more playing time. But what I see here, this is truly the beginning of something new. This is truly the beginning <laughs> of a new generation of VR headsets. And I think you put it really, really very well there in our talk before. You said, like, okay, the crystal, this is probably the pinnacle of the headsets that came until now. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we have the, the HTC Vive Pros and the Pimax 5K Plus, 8KX, all these headsets. And this is probably the pinnacle of what can be done with this standard headset, right? And this is something new. This is the start of something new. And they're kind of fighting right now. <laughs> so it, it really depends on what you're looking for. It's like, um, yeah, it's yeah. like seeing a, a, a V8 like Mustang and then an electric car. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. <laughs> it's like a start of a new generation. Exactly. This, is like, this is like the brute force. Yeah, and yeah this absolutely. Is like, this is like the elegant new thing that comes along. Still not perfect, right? But you can see the future here. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I, and interestingly, there is a rumor going around on the interwebs <laughs> that one of the big screen developers has mentioned that the field of view is going to be much improved with the final unit, according to, as I say, people oh. on the internet. So I don't know if that's true or not, but okay, I, I'm, I, I have a problem now with your audio. C can the other people in the in the chat also um, hear Steve Ooh, not very well? Steve, I just. Okay, I oh, think I... now it's now it's good again. Okay, that's strange. Maybe I'm being scrambled by big screen for saying what I just yeah, was, said. I don't know. Yeah, was... <laughs> it's breaking up. Okay, thanks guys. There is something weird going on with these good. headphones today. But uh yeah, just oh, yeah. that uh but now it works fine. There is, yeah, there is a rumor going around that uh, one of the big big screen developers have mentioned that the field of view might actually be improved for the final unit as well. So this is it's the very much a prototype phase. So I don't know how they would improve on that, whether it's to do with more than New distortion lenses, profile. Probably other or... lenses. Would you they know do what? that at this I have, stage? I have well... also heard about that rumor. Okay. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, you should not write them off just now. Yeah, so who knows what's going to happen? Probably something... we're going to hear something from them soon. Yeah, something like, <laughs> like mentioning something like, you know, better than a Quest 2, better than a, a G2, perhaps 105. Degrees that would be great, but yeah, your audio can... is now breaking up again. Oh, I, don't, no. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, okay. I might switch. Do you to have a... another? 
Okay, oh, please, do, please do, please yeah. do. Give us a second. Okay. Yeah, Keep no talking. problem. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, I heard those rumors too, and actually, I did hear from 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 Big Screen directly that they are working on something that they didn't um, disclose further, and um, yeah, this might not be the last word here. The the prototype that we have, super super exciting. Wow, I'm I'm looking forward to get more into it to to really put in hours and hours just to get a feel for for that because yeah this is this is actually uh, made for uh, my my face and it, it fits like a glove however I, I still need to find out how will I how how will I like that in super long sessions this kind of style because well this actually well it does touch your your face now what is different about let me let me get a bit bigger as long as Steve's not around. So like with the standard headsets like the crystal, they touch you here, right? Here and here is the touch points. Now now with the with the big screen beyond, the touch points are more like here, like around your eyes. Like um, as if you would be wearing some kind of um, swimming glasses, you know, like for for diving. So they're touching here. It is a different kind of feeling, and I still have to figure out how do I like it if I wear this for hours and hours at a time, right? Because probably this this part here, it could also start. I could also start to sweat here, and there's no there's absolutely like zero airflow for the eyes, right? So I still also have to find out how good is this for hours and hours like the, the the first few minutes yeah impressive because this was made for you but still i need to find out how is it this on longer sessions and i will do that so hi norman thanks again for five dollars maybe i uh, should uh, use that for some new headphones actually it could be here now i hear you again yeah. can you hear me okay yes yeah it sounds oh, great yeah, it might it might either be my cable or it could even be my internet because the internet ah, yeah. here has been playing up all day. So sorry, guys. Okay, but I'm back, so we'll crack on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so Norman asked, um, do I see um, potential for AR by incorporating an uh, XR2 three via the backstrap and using cell cameras? Hmm, yeah, for sure. Why not? Absolutely. But yeah, that that is in, still in the future. The material is soft rubber. Yeah, the material is soft rubber. So um, yeah, I was just asking myself, Steve, if this is going to be like comfortable for if I play yeah. this for hours and hours. This is the question, right? So yes, it is comfortable in the first minutes, and I tried also like half an hour it was no problem. But how is this going to play out like for hours? Will I sweat it's exactly? There? This Will is, I yeah. sweat? Will I? Um, what about the eyes? Not getting any air, right? It's it's really like a, like a, these diving glasses, diving it goggles. Looks it almost looks like a vacuum on your face. Exactly. So, so that surely that's going to make you very uncomfortable after a while. But is there a fan inside that that you can feel? No, uh, actually, I did not. I did not feel that. It does not look like it either. But yeah. Anyways, you see, I still have to do like a long, long-term testing. It's still really, truly only the first impression that I share here with you. So um, yeah. It's Patrick funny, says, you know. It does not breathe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the facial interface, it, it looks 
I mean, I'm sure it, I'm sure it is very comfortable because I haven't heard anyone say it isn't. But the face on the face looks rough. It looks quite rough uh, textured. But I'm I guess it is nice and it, it, nice it is face. nice. It, it it is. It looks so strange. Honestly does, speaking, right? It doesn't look finished. Like it looks strange. But I'm sure um, when you when it's on your face, obviously it's molded correctly to your face shape, which makes sense. I'm sure it's fine. But yeah, I, I reckon it would feel quite stuffy yeah. after a while. It could be so. So that is something that I will find out in a long-term test, and I will do that, right? So, yeah, exciting, very exciting headset, and obviously tracking works super nice. And I do believe this is the beginning of something incredible. Let's see about those rumors if they're true, if they for the final production units, if they can, yeah, increase the FOV, if they could make this more than the Quest Two. Wow, this is this is truly fantastic. Then, really, like this was really the only thing that was holding it back a bit, together with the glare. So yes, unfortunately, there is also glare, right? So it, it is not as bad as with the uh, with the crystal. Uh, no, 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 no. The crystal doesn't have glare as with <laughs> with the index, but it is more than with the Pico Four. So yeah, in the high contrast scenes and watching movies, I could see that and. Would be better without it. But yeah, the thing a, is... Yeah, yeah, that's a bit of a problem, isn't yeah. it? Because it's supposed to be for watching movies, so you yeah, don't right. really want any artifacts. So I believe that you could um, have some... Uh, they, they could still work on that with with some kind of like um, coatings, but these coatings would take away from the brightness, probably. And, well, brightness is already like... yes. Not fantastic. Brightness is something like Pico Four, so absolutely fine. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think it's dim or no at all. It's totally fine, but it should not be less than it's right now. So therefore, I believe it's going to be tough to add some more coatings to get rid of the glare because then you would also take away from the the brightness, and then you would run into all kind of problems. But who knows? Probably they 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 can still come up with it. I don't know. Everything is just speculation right now. But I am impressed with with this, even with this prototype. You know, um, therefore, wow! If they can truly make it happen and give us this device with a bit of a bigger FOV, something a bit more than Quest Two, hopefully, yeah, yeah, this will find customers for sure. There's no question about it. Certainly very intriguing, isn't it? And yeah. I'd imagine a lot of other companies are going to be watching this closely, the success of this and uh, the interest in the in this headset, because yeah. uh, I, I love I love how they're they're taking risks with this and, and, and doing something that no one else is thinking of in terms of form factor and everything. So but for me, my first thought is I want you know, the lenses is, is they've got to be right. And uh, I'm sure it's a huge task for them to you know, produce a lens that has the best sweet spot and you know, completely glare-free with that form factor. There's a lot of problems to solve. So uh, I'm I intrigued so. to see how it feels. Yeah. It's... Yeah, really, really interesting. Looking forward to spend more time with it. But uh, this is a great contender in this year's race for favorite VR headset because, yeah, simply it is just showing us the future. It's not quite there yet, this prototype, but exciting stuff. Yeah. That's it for um, Big Screen Beyond. Now, let's mm. talk about the crystal. We did already talk, yes, uh, not yesterday, in the last episode about it, right? About the, the Pimax crystal. But at that time, mm. I did not yet 
own this. And this is truly the final crystal. This is it, the final production unit. The that's last one. The, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. this is it. The, <laughs> the, the last and final one <laughs> <laughs> that will ever be done. And yeah, really, really nice. Um, last week we heard about Tatiana's um, yeah, bad experiences setting up her um, pre-production unit. Um, and this week, I must tell you that this honestly has changed. I'm, I'm so sad that Tatiana had to go through all these negative experiences, but I can just tell you, I didn't have that. So I know that they fixed lots of that. So probably thanks to, to us, also with my pre-production unit that I had in Taiwan, that, that also there was a pain, honestly, to get it running, right? But probably um, thanks to our help and our hours of uh, frustration, <laughs> they, they have managed to really um, get the bugs out of this. And truly, this was the first time setting up a Pimax headset where everything just worked out like as it was supposed to be. Yeah. It was so good. It, it was it was so nice. And I liked even, how you, you showed it on the video of you yeah. switching it on for the first time. It was and it goes bing and it's it, like exactly. crystal. It, that was it. It was it was just like that. It was yeah. so cool. And then something that I even didn't show, I cut it out because it would have been too long. It also did a firmware upgrade. You know, ah. like it did a firmware upgrade and I was like, oh, sweating. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, because before with firmware upgrades for the crystal, for my uh, pre-production unit of the crystal and for the 8KX and for all these Pimax headsets, whenever there was some kind of firmware upgrade, it always bricked my device in the yeah. past, always. And then <laughs> I had to flash some new firmware or like the Pimax engineers, they had to check it uh, like from a remote desktop. It was, it was always a pain in the ass. So I was like um, recording my very first session with it. The firmware update, update came up and I was like, oh, I was sweating, but it worked. It worked directly out of the box. So, wow. I hope um, that was not just um, your good luck. And I hope that people who, who get that now, they're sending it out right now to the first people who pre-ordered this. I hope that they also have the same experience like I did, that I like I'd had, and um, I think they have done a good job now with the Crystal software. So yes, <laughs> good. That was really good. Yeah, can that I say as well? Even after my little hiccup with it, um, where mine mine didn't do what yours did when you switched yours on and it came up Pimax Crystal, it just mine was just disconnected constantly. It just wouldn't. Ah, it got okay. into a bit of a stuck cycle. Oh, but no. um, once I'd done something in a certain way, like basically unpack, you know, taken off the HDMI port and kind of waited 10 seconds and all that, once that had all been out of the way, I haven't had one single issue with it. And I've been using it a lot. Okay, guys, yeah. I've had it now for two weeks. I've used it every day for at least a couple of hours, and it hasn't put a foot wrong so far since that first day. Yeah. So whatever Same that was. Now. Yeah, and even the firmware update that I did, and again, I was sweating. I was behind <laughs> my like, you know, my motion rig like this. Go, oh god! Yeah. But no, it it went fine, no problems at all. So that's a good sign, I think. Um, yeah, I also think so. Let's see um, what the people say um, who get it now. If uh, we're just lucky now, but I really think 
I have a good feeling now about it. Also today, just before our show, I made a video about the software where I simply show yeah, how simple the software is, right? There's not so many complicated things going on. You know, just like, um, okay, the sh there's the shop, there your your games, right? And settings, it is pretty nice. Yeah, but there was one thing. I was looking for that switch to turn off the local dimming. I was looking for oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and then I was like, like I was sending you a message. Yeah, Steve, <laughs> where, where, do I send, where, where, where do I turn off the local dimming? I cannot find it. Where is it? You know, I was like, 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 I was super stressed looking for that because I simply wanted to see the difference, right, between local dimming and, on and off. And I was like, yeah, you, all you do is you do this, and no, that's not how you do it. Hang on a minute, Seb. Give me a second. Ah, that's how you do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but, but that, that was so interesting. You know, actually, it is like hidden. Um, behind a keyboard, um, like shortcut, like you have to yeah. control and Q, That's and then it, there's yeah. going to be like a secret menu where you can do that. I quite like that though. Anyway, it's like secret, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But now the hidden. secret is out. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but I also I also mentioned this in my video about the software. Yeah, yeah. So the software is nice. Um, yeah, the visuals are simply incredible. Like I've said it in my video as well, right? And just before. I was I was playing a bit and again I was just like feeling so good about the visuals. So in the video I said okay these are the best visuals that you can get in VR right now period. I, and I I totally stand to that. You? And well I'm sorry to say this sir but I actually totally agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, it's 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 good. Yeah. It is I, it is great. I was a bit like damn it cuz I I I wanted the arrow to be better I, why I just, because i've just love it i've got this connection <laughs> with it now yeah but i know i, know. I don't know why I, i've no idea there's no reason for me it's not like i'm paid from vario or anything like that I, it's nothing like that at all i just have a a bit of sentimental value to it not yeah sentimental yeah nostalgia to it i just feel it it, it is great connected to it in and some way so it, i didn't it, want it to be better but it was and yeah. it is in terms of the visuals it really is yeah you know like i also had this great feeling about the arrow you know like we were the the first two content creators yeah I, right I who, I who basically covered the arrow and we we told people about it and it was a fantastic headset and it still is a great headset, don't get me wrong, really, right? Now DFR working and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it is still a great headset. So I, I understand your feelings. But it is, good. it is good that, that something new is here because the arrow also is not perfect, right? The, 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 missing, the missing sound, for example, like the, 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 the light warping, you know, some, some things, um, the FOV, the vertical FOV. So it's good that there's something new around so Vario can feel motivated to work on the next one, on the Arrow 2. I really hope so. I really hope so. I have my doubts, but I really hope they are working on an Arrow 2. I really do. Um, Why not? Yeah, exactly. I mean, right. you I know, think the Arrow was successful. It's nearly been out two years, for God's sake. Like in the VR, in any technology, and even VR, which is a bit slower, but at the moment it is going quite quickly in terms of uh, progression. Two, for two years to be top dog is an impressive it's a long amount time. of time. It is a long time. It's and, already uh, two years. I can't believe it. But All I will the say, pandemic. yes, I've I, I got to say though, Seb, you might disagree with this, but maybe you haven't tried uh, flight sims or anything that's, you know, a, like real wide open spaces. But I do feel that the aero 
for whatever reason, maybe because it's that smaller field of view and maybe just packed uh, Denzel, Denzel? <laughs> the <laughs> pixel density. The Denzel T. <laughs> it's the packed Denzel T that's done it. It's, it's a new VR term. You probably haven't heard it before. Uh, Denzel T. Washington. In the, in the far distance. It just looks a bit sharper to me. It does. I, 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 I was thinking, am I going crazy? But it is yeah. a bit sharper. Yeah, in the that, far that is really. That is. I'm curious about this. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, like, I, I know the picture of of the arrow, and I like it. It's great. But I, 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 um, I couldn't agree with like that. You feel well. If you feel it sharper, I, I can't no, no, agree or disagree. No, it's, not, it's your feeling, no, right? It's but, not sharper. Uh, I'm not saying it's sharper. I'm saying. Uh, in the real far distance, so say for instance, look, you know, landing on the carrier, you'll yeah. see like the uh, the the oh, what do you call them? The lights, the papi lights. I know they're not combat guys. I'm not much okay. of a combat guy, and you can just see them a bit clearer further out in the air than the crystal. However, the crystal looks better <laughs> in the cockpit. It looks sharper in the cockpit. Uh -huh. So I don't know why that is. I'm I'm really nitpicking um, here, guys. There's not much yeah. in it. There isn't not much in it at all. Yeah, but, but... it's it's tough to understand it because well, the, all everything that you see is done by pixels, right? So, yeah, exactly. So well, yeah, it Anyways. might be related to resolution or something as well because uh, I I find the resolution of the crystal extremely high. Yeah. I mean, 35 pixels per degree is high resolution anyway, but it just seems to be incredibly high like uh and and that's the only thing that you do need to do with the crystal is when you use microsoft flight simulator and i might have to show you this said uh, before you do yeah. your video on it like just to bring down that resolution in the override tool and what okay. i find interesting yeah. is that from the native resolution if you back that off by about 80 percent 70 percent there's there's absolutely hardly any if not <laughs> i don't think there's any difference in I, sharpness i totally agree with you you know and actually so, Actually, today, today I sent a message to the, the Pimax engineers in China, and I asked them, "Guys, should I keep this at hundred percent in Steam? It's because like crazy it, resolution. Because it gives me like a resolution of five thousand <laughs> by four thousand, you know, per eye. It's, it's, yeah, it's mental. That, that, that's like too much, right? My forty nineties like got its tongue out. It's like yeah, I can't do my, this. My thirty eighty is like <laughs> like what? Are you kidding me? So, and then they answered, "No, no, no." Turn it down to around 80%. That is the right value. Then it's going to be around, I don't know, like 4,000 by 3,000. It's still going to look exactly right. And that is good. That is good enough. So good to know that. And actually, there's also this um, in Steam VR, um, when you can choose the, the super sampling, there's like this little um, line where it says, okay, it should be around here. That's the right setting. And that is at 78%. You know, so actually, right. actually, um, yeah, that, put yeah. it on seventy-eight percent, and then you, you, and your the, computer the performance, can run. The performance, and it still looks amazing. So much better. Like you're talking of like twenty-five frames per second in like you know MSFS or whatever, up to like nearly 60, 50, 60 frames per second. There's a huge difference. Yet the clarity is the same. So uh, I don't know what's going on there. Obviously, it's related to barrel distortion, perhaps, and maybe because it's a new headset, then there's, there's a bug in Steam VR. But even in OpenXR, it's still doing the same thing, actually. So that's interesting thinking about it. <clears throat> but either way, I mean, it's got a bigger field of view than the Aero. Yeah, so that, that it's, is it's a need, huge thing. It's going to need more uh, resolution, but that it's much a, more? Wow. Yeah, you know. it's a huge thing. By the way, um, I love the concept. I just got a $5 super chat for a question for you. 
Oh, I, I'm just reading it. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. Maybe Send that to, the, to the foveated rendering on the arrow that the scent is more dense of rendered pixels. Could be that the DFR already makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, like you don't have that um, luxury in msfs and i've noticed it in that sim as well that makes sense though in uh dcs because it's a load sharper because of it so uh, yeah okay. that's a good point but i don't i don't think that's the case in msfs and honestly guys i'm taught i'm really nitpicking here i don't yeah. think many people will notice unless you're a bit of a weirdo like me spends loads of time flying and looking in vr headsets but but, but yeah it, there's like... a slight difference for me but okay yeah well that's your feeling is it's, but it's good the crystal has a better display than the arrow let me be clear on that <laughs> You know, let me be, yeah. let me be crystal, crystal clear on saying that the crystal's clearer so, than the arrow. <laughs> yeah, it is. The, the crystal is clearer than the arrow. And I must Overall. honestly, honestly tell you guys, like, f for me, that fight arrow against um, crystal is super clear for in, in favor of the crystal for me, like super clear. So, yeah, for me, that's not even a question. Like, honestly speaking, it's so much better, in my opinion. In terms of the clarity, in terms of the FOV, I even like the comfort better because it's somehow it's hard oh, really? to get it's That's hard to get into into the into the crisp into the into the arrow. It is hard to get into. I it. disagree on especially, that one. Especially with with glasses on, it's tough to get into it. Okay, fair enough. You know, so um, and then this has audio. You know, this has good audio. The DMs are good. really good. And it's cheaper. So, so honestly speaking, like for me, the, the, the crystal, it wins hands down. And um, I'm, I um, like, I would say, like, if if tomorrow, Vario comes with a with a with an arrow two, and it is just better than the crystal, I will also say that. So you know, for me, it's truly not about okay, uh, I like this company more than the other. For me, it's truly about the headsets. And what I see about the, mm. the two headsets now is that the crystal just so easily wins against the arrow. That is that is my feeling. You know, like I, I don't say that your feeling is, is wrong. Obviously, I cannot do that, but um I agree you with can myself if you want. more. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no, right. Well, I've just put a video out say, you know, compa comparing the two headsets. Yeah, okay, and... yeah. I went for a flight and thought, I'm going to have a chat about this and realize, wow, this is a big subject. And it, it, the video is over half an hour long in the end. And in fact, it was way longer than that. I had to cut it down. But yeah, in, in t if, you, if you think of it bullet point wise, like the crystal has a better image quality and it does. And I'm saying that I'm not saying it doesn't. It's just it's not quite as sharp farther further out, but it is better overall. It has less chromatic, chromatic aberration. <laughs> it, it, doesn't has... have, it doesn't have distortions and no warping at the edges. Yeah, exactly. The red redshift, there's, there's a very, very minimal redshift in it, which is a problem with the air at the moment. That can be sorted out in the OpenXR toolkit again. That that piece of software, honestly, <laughs> does everything. It has, well, not just better audio, it has audio. And actually, the DMAS speakers <laughs> in it, with the latest firmware update that you've just successfully done with that <laughs> yeah, headset. Yeah, success. You've got to try it now. So if you haven't tried yeah, it, yeah, I did. It sounds great. Cr crank up. I think that's pretty much on par with the G2 now in terms I, of audio. I totally agree. I, this is. It feels like G2 now. Yeah, and that I never expected that when I first tried the DMAS uh, audio solution in the 8KX when it first came out, I was a bit underwhelmed by it. But it's amazing what they've done with software because now the bass response is much better. The trebles are a lot higher, 
and you get just an overall a lot more of a powerful sound with those speakers really impressive um it has inside out tracking so it's obviously a lot cheaper you don't need base stations and the tracking generally speaking is very good god it's, it's, it's obviously yeah. the colors the qled panel their local dimming local the dimming field so, so boom 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 it's point after point like truly tr but truly it truly blows the arrow out of the water in my but opinion there are, there are some things that the arrow does better though okay tell me there's not a lot but there is a few <laughs> things it does better like for instance the bill quality yeah I you're right I have to mention yes it. yes yes you're right like it feels more quality also the sound yes. that the motors make when they move the lenses <laughs> that's yeah I, I, that's everything to me the sound of the ipd motor <laughs> really, right it, it is did. it does it sounds better it's it more sounds quality. better yeah, it yeah sounds of course better. i think software wise the vario base is still the best out there and it looks more professional totally yeah, yes I, yes absolutely I, I, and i'm comparing that to not just pimax any headset out there. you're right it is super software. nice yeah it professional runs, yeah it runs more on your gpu than any other um software that i know of and that means you get better performance you do get better performance with the aero not by a massive amount but it is it is there so it has to be mentioned mm -hmm. and i personally feel the aero is a bit more comfortable okay. because of the fan that's inside the headset the active ah, okay. cooling which keeps you nice and cool you know when you're about to crash on the carrier like i did the other day but anyway okay but, yeah that, that's a fair point that's a fair point absolutely yeah i want one more thing i'll mention and this is the big one guys i think this is the biggest one we haven't even mentioned yet the aero you could put that thing on your head and just fly for an entire week and you know you'd never need to go out of vr unless you okay that's eat. a good point that is <laughs> um, a good point because no batteries involved and the well right i must say it hasn't been too much in fact it hasn't been any issue for me so far using the batteries of the pimax uh crystal but just knowing that you know there's a battery there is the in psychology the minds yeah all the time yeah that, i have that is it's honestly i've already forgotten about it forgotten about it like i i seldom i'm not in vr for six hours straight really no i am like, I, <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. not really, not not yeah. very often, only yeah. a few times. And yeah, well, if you really reach that six hour mark and then you, you get it off for a moment and then you hot swap the batteries, I think that's fine, honestly speaking. <laughs> but I agree, it would be better without. There's no question about it. But you know what? We are now comparing them in wired PCBR mode. You know, this even has the potential to get even better once there's virtual desktop in standalone mode, and this will even become a wireless headset. You know, who knows how, cool. who knows how cool this is going to be? Like even as a, in my opinion, even as a wired headset, this already blows the, the arrow out of the water. But um, yeah, this could even become wireless. Who knows? Nice. Yeah, with a wide gig module, better bandwidth, better image quality, wireless, that's kind of cool. I do like that, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I will say though, because Taz keeps mentioning this to me in the in the chat, I will say at this point in time, I actually do my favorite headset is still the Aero, only because I've had one thousand hours use out of it. Okay, and I can't possibly say that the Crystal is my favorite headset after owning it for two weeks. I can't do that. It might break next week. I, I just don't know, do I? And if I say that no. on a on a YouTube okay. video. It okay. needs to prove itself now. I got it. Me. I got it. So you That's want the it... only reason. Yeah. That's the only okay. reason. Okay. So so you still need this to prove to you that yes, it is the one. But right? so yeah. So how long do you need? Uh, like how long do you have to be in this to know it? 
Well, I've had a three-hour session in it now, three hours, <laughs> on one battery using the 8KX fiber optic cable. Ah, there you are. Ah. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm not supposed to do that, apparently. But I, I did it anyway. And the, the fiber optic, optic cable of the 8KX is, well, any Pimax, it's so light. It just has one USB plugged into your computer. And I've easily managed three hours in that on just one battery, which I was actually really impressed with. And every time I go flying, okay, just to confuse everybody even more, I always use a crystal. I want to use it more than any other headset. So I just want to use it for a lot longer now. Maybe in a, you know, a month or so's time, I think, right, yeah, this is, this, this okay. is the headset. Every time I go flying, it's yeah. always this headset. I don't miss the air anymore. I don't miss any of the others. I always want to use this. Well, it clearly is the favorite, isn't it? But after two it looks, weeks. It looks so nice. Like the visuals are so incredible. Just like uh, think about it, like a uh, big FOV, not, it's a bit shy of the index, I would say, but it's a, like a very nice FOV. Beautiful. It's, it's perfect edge stretch clarity. You know, it has a nice sweet spot. It's, it has nice colors. It has good brightness. It has um, local dimming for real blacks. I played squadrons with it as well. It was it's so good. You know, it's, it's it just like it's, so, it's, it's so good. And I honestly think that this headset is going to be um, the, the most successful Pimax headset ever. Because totally agree. this is finally a headset that everyone can use. Before you had this strange optics, not everyone, not everybody could use it. You know, some people, they just said, oops, something is wrong. Nope, I cannot do it. But with this, the optics are just standard optics. You don't get a super huge FOV, but you get these optics, which are just um, correct, like optic, optically, yeah, they're correct, yeah, yeah. you know? So, so everyone can use it and everyone, I truly believe that everyone now can use this headset and once more people try it and rave about it, which will happen for sure, I'm sure this is going to sell like hotcakes, really. So yes, this is expensive, but uh, for the VR enthusiasts, for the, for the simmer, for the flight simmer and for the race simmer and for people who simply want to have the best visuals in VR, I, be I truly believe this is the headset. Yeah, I, 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 I'm getting that conclusion myself, I must admit. And I think <laughs> what, what, what is remarkable is how has Pimax managed to pack that much into a VR headset for that pro? I think it's cheap. I do think it's cheap. And I, I do think that's why the build <laughs> quality has agree. suffered. Yeah, <laughs> I think the build quality has suffered a little bit because of that. It's not, don't get me wrong, it's fine. It's, it's put together okay. But I, I, I would pay another $200 more for like the, like the switch, the buttons on the top. They just don't, oh, I yeah, wish I they were... <laughs> They're a better quality. What's what's going on? Oh, there were there was some something stuck here, and I just I just read, I just read You're it. Unboxing in. yourself yeah, on yeah. camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a Sebastian unboxing video. <laughs> exactly. Finally, I unboxed myself. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's remarkable what they've done here, and it, yeah. it truly excites me. And I don't want to use the word immersed because I know it's really cliche, but I do feel like that in this headset more because of that field of view and I, and the, the audio and the way when you put it on, I feel like I'm almost putting a helmet on in like in a yeah, proper like um, you know a pilot's helmet or something, and I'm inside the cockpit. It's it feels quite enclosed. It doesn't. Well, one other thing actually about the headset is it feels very cool after three hours of use. It doesn't get hot inside the headset at all, which I'm impressed with. And the binocular overlap as well, that's another thing, is fantastic. 
have we mentioned that yet i can't remember but the binocular overlap again it's to do with the optics like you were saying it's it just feels very nice on the eyes i feel even more relaxed in that headset than i do in the aero i can tell that my eyes are happier in that than the aero and happy that's eyes. amazing <laughs> happy eyes yeah 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 no, no, happy no, I eyes agree. <laughs> i agree i agree it really gives you happy eyes so yeah, yeah this is uh this is going to be the most successful headset that pimax has ever done in my opinion i'm i'm not very excited honestly speaking about the tracking the the controller tracking oh, okay it, you have probably have you tried it no, I haven't. I yeah. haven't even used the controls <laughs> so bad in it. Yeah, but I haven't tried them very it's, much. Uh, it's it's all right. Yeah, but it's definitely not as good as um, Quest Two or Pico Four. So I don't think this is good for people who want to play like um, Beat Saber on Expert Pro or do these kind of things. No. Okay. No, no. It's the the tracking volume is also not so nice. Every, everything is just okay-ish. It is, yeah, acceptable. It's not a deal breaker. So you can play your Half-Life Alex with it, which is okay. But if you want to play things competitively, I don't think this is the right headset for you in terms of the tracking right now. And I'm talking about firmware, um, controller firmware version 0.89. I just made a, a controller um, review video that's going to come out next week and people will Ooh. see it. So yeah, not so good. Not, Would I, you... I, I was not, not I was not not liking it so much. Mm -hmm. Would you say it's sort of similar to say the Reeve of G2's <clears throat> Windows Pixelty, or worse or better? Or um, I would say better in term better in terms of the 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 volume the tracking volume, but still it is still not as good as Quest Two or or um, Pico Four. So yeah, it is acceptable. Let's say that, and there's so much room for improvement. I believe they can still do something in terms of software. But in my opinion, um, this uh, this should be much better with that Lighthouse module. You know, it's going to get this Lighthouse module yes. where you can use this with the Lighthouse tracking. And that is probably what I will be going for. Once this is out, I will directly plug it there. If So I can also play something like Beat Saber, like if I wanted to, right? I don't really want to. I also like now Microsoft Flight Simulator. And for that, it's perfect, obviously. Yeah, yeah I, you're you a know, simmer I'm, now, Seb, you're a simmer. I'm, I'm, I'm looking you. forward. I'm looking forward to try this headset now with that um, weaker GPU, you know? I have the 3080 here. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to try out what can I make it, what, what can I get with it? Like I'm going to use that um, Pimax um, OpenXR runtime. Yes, definitely. And, yeah. and, and then um, I'm going to use OpenXR Toolkit. And my question for you, should I use the OpenXR Toolkit and then still do DLSS? No, because the thing okay. is, DLSS, they're, they're doing the same thing, right? It's going to wreck everything the crystal is is for is, is about, you know. Um, okay. The thing is, DLSS. I mean, it, it's okay, but you really want to see the clarity. Clearly, that's that's <laughs> clearly God. All these <laughs> things I'm saying. Um, so yeah, use TAA mode, and I would recommend definitely have a play with Steam VR as well, because I must admit, Steam VR works quite well with the crystal. Um, and it's probably easy for you to just get in straight away and do it. But... I know, I know, but I want to maximize the um, the FPS. So then I yes. would use the OpenXR toolkit together with Pimax um, yes. OpenXR, yeah. right? Yeah, so uh, download Pimax XR, which yeah. is, um, I can send you a link, but you probably already got it anyway. Yeah, and make sure there, that's right? that's the, run, uh, the runtime. 
And then once you're in the sim, in the menu, just go into VR and then you use the uh, menu, uh, control F2 together. And then there's a little section that says override resolution. And then okay. you click yes. And then you bring the resolution down from like 80,000, whatever it is. <laughs> it's like, you know, bring it down to at least sort of what you'd expect from the arrow. I've got actual figures somewhere of what, okay. what it should be. That, um, if you could send me that later that would be good then i can yeah, try it yeah 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 i've got it somewhere and um once you've done that then get out of vr again i'm basically doing my setup guide on your channel right now perfect <laughs> but yeah once you've done that they go straight back into vr that will then be um sort of changed straight away and yeah that's it that's basically all you need to do and uh the native resolution is still going to look absolutely incredible Right, but your frames per second is going to be so much better, and I can't wait to see what yours is going to be like. Yeah, in me too. Me too. I had a lot of comments about but, that but myself, then, but I don't have that okay, GP, unfortunately. Okay, but then uh, in OpenXR Toolkit, what should the settings be? What in relation to what the the resolution? Because that's all you need to change, really. That's but, it. But you can you can set up um, some stuff there. What it should do for you, right? OpenXR Toolkit. Yeah, don't yeah. mess around with anything else. Just just okay. just change override the resolution. Maybe put you you can see the FPS, so you can add that in. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I know. Yeah, I know, that's I know. What, that's it. You don't need to do anything else. Okay. Don't mess around with scaling because it will it will affect the resolution, and you need to see that raw resolution okay. for your review. Yeah, I will try that. Thing. I'm I'm so excited about it. like how good can this be on a 3080? Like the stuff that I tried, squadrons and kayak mirage. Yeah, that, that all looked so good and was so playable on the 3080. So, yeah, exciting I stuff. Think, after what I said last week, I was probably a bit harsh by saying that you definitely need a 4090. But I probably not. I, I, I'm kind of saying that from, you know, because you really need, once you've experienced it with a 4090, it's just unbelievable. But perhaps, you know, in the day, that is similar resolution to the Aero. And I used to run the Aero quite happily on a 3090. So, it is doable and even if you have to undersample the headset a little bit it's yeah it's still going to be absolutely fantastic it really is so yeah i think i think people with 3080s you might be okay you just you just i, will I wish i had a them. gpu yeah please do you i will to, i will find out know this exactly okay you know what let's um end the podcast for today let's do a shorter episode I think that's fine as well, right? Because normally we do this uh, two, two and a half hour shows, but it's just the two of us today. So I believe it's totally fine to have a one hour and 30 minute um, show. And we did talk about quite a, quite a lot still, right? What are, you, what are your thoughts, Steve? Yeah, I'm absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we could easily go another hour, but yeah, it's, it's nice to have it a bit shorter. And, exactly. you know, we could... I mean, the, the crystals and, and, well, both the headsets you've got there, we could literally talk all night about them if you want. I know, to, but... but you know what? I want, <laughs> I want to get into it now. I truly feel like, you know what? I, I need to play Microsoft Flight Simulator now in that thing. So sorry, guys. <laughs> we're, we're stopping that podcast now. Oh. <laughs> yes. And I get uh, well, that. yeah, right. So I still enjoyed it a lot today's podcast with you, Steve. And I hope you also out there again. Thanks a lot to... Bobo VR for um, supporting this podcast, for sponsoring this show. And Bobo VR is doing absolutely amazing accessories for the Quest 2 and for the Pico 4 if you're still looking for a head strap and if you're looking for um, exchangeable batteries. 
look no further. Bobo VR has got you covered and absolutely my favorite accessories for VR. Okay, so for all the people out there who enjoyed this, give us a thumbs up right now. Don't forget it. And if you love this podcast even, then why don't you leave us a five-star review so that more people can find this podcast. So open up your... Um, heart <laughs> and your iPhone <laughs> and your iPad and uh, open the podcast app, find the Next Dimension podcast and leave us a five-star review. That would be really great. And that's everything that we got for today. We're looking forward to see you in the next episode. Until then, bye-bye. Take care.